0: friends. Thanks for listening to God has a plan for your life. My name is Kathy and I'll be your host for today. Today is Thursday. It's a beautiful afternoon, very hot. It's around 228. And I just wanted to share with you how good our God is and just to continue to lift our family up in prayer. Last night about 11 o'clock, my mom had called me to go pick up my dad and to rush him to the hospital to the ER because he had fell I was able to get there uh, within a few minutes and uh, it took me about 30 minutes to get to the hospital but um, praise God we made it safely my dad had a huge gash on his elbow (laughs) scraped on his knee and his head but immediately when we got there and I was filling out the paperwork so that they could take him to the back room, so the doctor could take a look at him. There was three teenagers—well, uh, I would say two teenagers and one twenty-year-old—that were in a Jeep Cherokee, and um, they were screaming at the nurses and the doctors that were passing by to get their friend out of the back seat of the car, back seat of the truck because their friend had just got shot multiple times. And um, I finished filling out the paperwork for my dad, I went back out to go park my car in a parking because I had just parked it up front. And I was able to see the young gentleman that had gotten shot and that was being uh, lifted on a stretcher into the hospital. Now, I immediately looked at the young gentleman. He was passed out. Of course, he was unconscious. There was just blood everywhere. His clothing were soaked in blood. You could hardly recognize his face because blood was all over. Apparently, he got shot in the stomach, and he got shot in the head. And I say this because as a reminder that, once again, my friends, tomorrow is not promised to us. I don't think that young man thought that he was going to get shot that night. I don't think his two friends expected to be driving to the hospital uh, frantically and screaming at the doctors and the nurses to hurry up and save their friend's life um as i was staring at my dad and just thanking the lord that that um uh, that my dad was alive and well and just praying that there were no broken bones and no internal bleeding on his head from when he fell I immediately looked back at that young gentleman that was being willed by the doctors and nurses uh, back into the surgery room. And I sat there and I saw his two friends sitting there just shaking uh, uncontrollably with tears in their eyes as one of them had to make the difficult decision to call the young man's parents. Now, can you imagine that? The young man is being wheeled, Young Hispanic guy, I would think he was like 20 years old. He was being hauled off by the doctors and nurses into the back room all by himself while his two friends waited in the lobby, crying, uncontrollably, shaking. The young man's hand was shaking so bad he couldn't even dial the phone number to the parents. But eventually he did and the conversation oh my oh my the conversation was just he didn't even know where to begin he could hardly even speak he just kept saying um um this is um um he even forgot his own name eventually the parents asked what's wrong what happened we know something's wrong and he just said your son got shot he got shot multiple times and of course the parents were screaming what what do you mean he got shot meet us here at the hospital and the friend was crying and said i don't think he's gonna make it i don't think he's gonna make it and the parents just hung up and of course they rushed by then to the hospital by that time my dad and i were already in a back room being seen by one of the doctors the doctor was cleaning the wound on my dad's elbow and arm the gash that he got and they started doing x-rays and doing ct scans on his head praise god um god is so good my dad came we got out of the hospital at 3 30 this morning and um there were no broken bones no internal bleeding and i just thank my lord and savior jesus christ that my dad is still alive uh, as we were leaving the hospital, though, um, there was like six policemen that were there by waiting outside of the surgery room for that young man. And uh, the doctor came out, and unfortunately, that young man didn't make it. He lost his life there at the hospital. And um, they, the doctors had to go back and tell his two friends that he didn't make it including the family members so i want you to know that we all know that life's is short one day you everyone in this world is going to die and like i mentioned before they're only going to go to two places either heaven or hell so it's very important to make the best decision of your life and that's to get right with god we can't be perfect. Let me reiterate. When I say right with God, I mean you got to accept Jesus Christ into your heart and ask for forgiveness of your sins. And that's how you get started. We, we as human beings are going to make mistakes. We're people. We're human. We're not perfect. The only one who's perfect is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The only time we'll ever be perfect as when we enter into heaven and God says, well done thou good and faithful servant, enter into the kingdom of heaven, and he opens up those pearly glades, and we walk in and we set foot on the streets of gold. The Bible says that the streets are made out of gold. The Bible describes heaven as a beautiful and wonderful place. There's no crying, there's no dying, there's no pain, there's no darkness. It's just joy, unspeakable joy. And the light of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is such a sweet peace that passes all understanding. I just thank the Lord that our dad is okay. He is alive and well, and I'm going to continue to pray for him. And I ask you as fellow Christians to please lift up our dad in your prayers. And we appreciate that and we thank that. But I also ask you to pray for that young man who lost his life this early morning it was around 3.30 when I heard the doctor tell the policeman that he didn't make it he didn't make it I can only imagine what that young man's day was before can you imagine I believe if if God were to tell you that today was going to be your last day you would make decisions differently wouldn't you You wouldn't be partying. You wouldn't be going to the club. You wouldn't be getting high or smoking. You wouldn't be spending all your time up at work. You would spend it with God and with your family. But that young man is never going to get to see his family again. And that family is never going to get to see him again. Except if he accepted Jesus Christ into his heart. And I don't know that. We don't know that. It had to be a personal decision that that young man had to make but i can guarantee you one thing those two friends that were sitting there waiting in the chair one of them talking to the parents with his whole entire body shaking and just tears rolling down his face i guarantee that from last night and this morning their lives are forever changed they're going to be traumatized in their head that they took their friend friend alive to the hospital. And then as they pulled into the parking lot, he was unconscious. And then he died at the hospital. Their lives are going to be forever changed. And they're going to have to make an important decision. Are they going to continue to follow after the worldly desires? Or are they going to follow after God's heart? We don't know. I don't know what happened that day. But I guarantee that that young man that lost his life, he didn't think that today, this morning, was going to be his last day on earth. I'm sure he woke up, had a good breakfast, had a good lunch, and just hanging out with his friends like anybody else. Unfortunately, he was caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time, and, and they shot him. They shot him twice, I believe. And um, I was like, Lord, have mercy on him. Lord, just have mercy on him. My heart goes out to the mom of that young man. My heart goes out to the dad or the siblings that me, he may have. He's never going to get to get married. He's never going to get to get have kids. He's never going to get a new career because his life ended on earth. But just because his life ended on earth doesn't mean that there's not an afterlife, my friends. Today it's 2.38 and that young man that passed away is either in heaven right now or he's in hell. He's either in heaven enjoying God's splendor and beautiful, marvelous uh, craftsmanship of the way that heaven's designed, with the streets being gold, with laughter and peace and joy, or he's experienced hell right now, where the demons and Satan lives, and he's tormented in total darkness, total separation from God. There's no air in hell. It's not cold. It's, there's extreme heat. Now, I'm here and it's 91 degrees outside. Hell is so much more hotter than this. Imagine the hot months of July and August when we reached 110, 115 degrees outside. Nobody wants to be outside. They give you a news warning on the news or on the TV telling you that it's a heat advisory to stay in, that you could pass out, or to bring in your pets to prevent any strokes or anything happening. But can you imagine how hot hell is? Can you imagine it's going to be a thousand times worse? I can only hope and I can only pray that someone out there in this world got the opportunity to witness and to minister to that young man. I could only hope and pray that they planted that seed and that he himself took that opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. Because if he didn't, he's in hell right now and he's going to spend the rest of his life there. There's no escape in hell. There's no, uh, it's like a prison, but you can't get out. There's no parole in hell. You can't be in there a couple of days and then after a while... Um, the Lord says, okay, I'm going to take you out of hell and I'm going to bring you back into heaven. That's not how it works. God is a good God and he's a loving God. He doesn't want anyone to go to, to perish, but he wants everyone to live and have everlasting life. And I, I, just can't forget that young man's face. He was unconscious. His face was just covered in blood. All his clothes were just sweat and blood. The gurney, the, the stretcher was just covered in blood. Everyone that was in the hospital was just like, oh, that's the type of reaction that they had when they saw him. Of course, his friends were crying uncontrollably. And they never thought that that would be the last time that they would see their friend alive. But I say this, my friend, as a constant reminder that the Bible is true. What was spoken 2,000 years ago is coming to pass. You have a decision to make. And the decision is yours alone. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, He's not going to push you. He's not going to force you. That's what's called free will. He's given you free will to decide, do you want to follow Him? Or do you want to follow man? Do you want to follow God? Or do you want to follow Jesus Christ in His ways? I pray for that family, for those parents, that in about a week, they're going to have to go through the grieving process of burying their son or their brother, their cousin, their nephew. And I know that it's going to be constantly playing in the two friends' head. What would we, what could we have done differently to prevent this? But my friends, you can't do anything. There's a time date. There's a stamp on your life. And the only one who knows when that stamp or that life is going to end is God. Everybody has a time, a day when they were born. And the time, just like when you're born at a hospital, the doctor and the nurses put down the day and the time that you were born. And unfortunately for that young man last night, they put down his death, the time and death. I can only pray for the family and pray that that man knew Jesus Christ, because if he did, he's enjoying the wonderful things that heaven has in store for us. And I can only pray for those two friends, that their lives are forever changed by that traumatic Experience that they experienced early this morning of their friend getting shot twice, one in the stomach and one in the head. God is faithful and God is true. And God can do miracles. If you made mistakes, perhaps you've been in prison and maybe you think that nobody's going to love you, nobody's going to care for you. God loves you. Don't let people define you. Let God define you. God's word says that you are the head and not the tail above and not beneath. That you are blessed coming in and blessed going out. God says that you are wonderfully and fearfully made. That you are the apple of his eye. God says that you have favor in his sight. That he will send you peace, a sweet peace that passes all understanding. So when the enemy The devil starts reminding you of your past. You start reminding the devil of his future and that God wins the victory in the end. Thank you again for listening to God Has a Plan for Your Life. I just wanted to share that uh, with you just so that you know that the clock is ticking. Time is short. People keep thinking that they have enough time to accept Jesus Christ. If you're alive and breathing, now is your time to accept Jesus Christ. Don't wait. Don't wait any longer because you never know. You never know. Just like this man, young man. He didn't think that he was going to wake up this morning and get shot twice. He didn't think that he was going to die. His friend sure didn't think that he was going to die. But yet, it happened. And now that man's spent an eternity either in heaven or in the presence of the devil and demon forces. It's a big decision you have to make, my friends. Make the right one. Make the right one. You can never go wrong when you choose God in your life. You can never go wrong when you choose Jesus Christ in your life. God loves you so much and He wanted me to share this message with you. I hope it blessed you. I hope it encouraged you. Please share the gospel with other people. Let's not be afraid. Hug your loved ones tight. If your parents are still living, hug them. Tell them you love them. If you have kids, love on them. Hug them. Set good examples. If you're a boyfriend or a girlfriend, be the best boyfriend or girlfriend you can be. Be the best teacher you can be. The best student you can be. And just live life. Live life by letting others know that Christ exists and that the Bible is real and that God is going to come back one day for you and for me. Thank you so much again for listening to God has a plan for your life. I'm going to be praying for you guys. Please continue to lift my father up in prayer and also lift this young man's family up in prayer because they're going to have to go through the difficult process this week of having to arrange funeral arrangements for their son. And especially pray for those friends that had to witness their friend lose his life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Be blessed. Bye-bye.